You're listening to the Driven by Design Now Awards podcast. I'm Mark Bergen, the founder of Driven by Design, and joining me is Kirsten Mann. Hey, Mark. How are you? Kirsten, look, I'm well. I'm actually buzzing like no tomorrow. This is collection 17 for well, the Now Awards. And we had a big night last night, didn't we? Listeners, last night was the 10th Melbourne Design Awards, the 10th annual Melbourne Design Awards, and I must say it's great to be in double digits. Yeah, it just seems like yesterday. You know, yesterday morning when I woke up, it still wasn't certain. <laughs> this morning I go, yeah, we're there. We got to our 10th one, but that's important. But what is important is we've got these five gold projects that we've got here plus the 20 other silver ones that mm-hmm. are in the collection. But this is such an awesome collection and we're focusing this all around domestic life. It's a bit of a different angle this month, isn't it? It certainly is. And, and I think that's important that when we're talking that we actually show – that there are so many dimensions, there are so many angles and therefore so many different takes that people have on how and how design is going to actually accelerate their, their future. So, so I know listeners, you say, what are they talking about? Well, you know the gig. You look at the links that are associated with the podcast and you get to go see all the projects and you get a chance for Curse and I to help you out to understand what's here. Well, and it really is worthwhile going. It's funny, I was talking to some people who have listened to the podcast last night at the event, and but they weren't going to the site and seeing the projects. And it, that for me is when you actually really see the magic happen because people tell a story. It's it is it. an audio-visual podcast yeah. here, okay? Um, so I do recommend... Look at the links that are associated. Even if you're in iTunes, you can always click on the description. Or just Google Driven by Design now. Yep, that's it. Yep. The now, it's, now, we have got some news, uh, listeners. We have our Design the Boardroom series that's out there, all 30 episodes. One of our fantastic interviews was uh, with uh, Jessica Greco, who's now just picked up today. She emailed me and told me she's picked up the Director of Product Experience and MasterCard. MasterCard. Whoa, oh, isn't that fantastic? Congratulations, so, Jessica. So I'm in, in two weeks' time. I'm going to be in New York. Mm-hmm. We're catching up and we're going to have a talk about what's this journey that MasterCard's going to be on. And what's great there is we've also got other MasterCard people who wanted to talk about MasterCard and design because, you know, fintech is a big part of our life. They have to actually join us where we're going to be in the future and MasterCard seem to be applying themselves there. Well, we have a project that we'll look at where I think you'd be using your MasterCard shortly. Okay, <laughs> but, fantastic. But the first one we're going to go to is actually called the Farmhouse. Now, why would we be saying that a farmhouse has design in it? Well, this is something where yeah, you kind of think about how do you evolve the, the concept of a farmhouse, right, or a farm to be exact. But what they've done here, and it's really clever, is where they've said, okay, you, if you're living in a city, it's very hard to have a farm, right, and it's very hard to produce um, products and things that people can consume. So, okay, what do we do? We're going to build a modular and sustainable structure that we'll put on top of buildings that provide food. So, and what's interesting with this is it can either be put on as part of a skinning process, mm-hmm. which looks amazing. Like if you look at the photos, again, they listeners, look pretty cool. You have to go look at this on the site. There's the associated links with uh, with all the podcast distribution, uh, but it can be put on as an annex onto a, onto a building. It can actually be used as a building structure itself. But the idea is that you're trying to get as much air and as much sunlight around the plants that are growing and so that they've come up with this awesome timber, therefore sustainable material structure, that means that at elevation we can begin to have gardens 
and we can have very abundant gardens, not just a couple of things on a balcony. These can be put on buildings that don't have balconies in so, particular. So we've seen like the rooftop kind of community plots and things like that. That's not this, right? And, and so the problem with – and there's a fantastic architectural practice out of Singapore, Woha, and Woha have an index where they talk about them multiplying on the ground plot to the vertical um, growing space. Mm-hmm. What this project, the farmhouse, does is that it actually multiplies that ground plane because you're going vertical. You're using the whole vertical expanse of the And building. then because of the way that they go and actually have the structure, that they also get addition, additional multiplication there. I wouldn't be surprised if they're looking at 1,000 to 5,000 times the green space on a plot using this sort of solution, which, is, which is fantastic. Yeah, and it's I mean, it's we have to be thinking of these ways because the population is increasing. We're consuming more food than ever before, and it's going to come from concentrated places. Yeah, that's right. And and so, what's really important when we're talking here about the, our domestic life, food is a very large part of that. So, where is who our next project is? So, the first project was how we produce the food. Why don't we go and try to cook some of that food now? So, yeah, let's let's look at some innovation in the kitchen, right? And. Typically, there's been a bit around um, cooktops where you've removed the gas and everything. And so the idea is that you have a wall mount, two wall-mounted induction cooktops and that they're on cords and they can be brought down, put onto the bench when needed and then stored back up on the wall when they're not needed. A great innovation in tight, compact spaces, but it's also meaning if you haven't got gas that you can turn around and still get great cooking because induction is an awesome way to go cook. Yeah, completely. So, again, it's something that you would not necessarily think about, but from a domestic use perspective, this is really innovative. It's interesting. There's Some of the research is done on where the greatest advances have come in our modern life. They all start in the kitchen. And if you can work out how to get efficiency during cook time, food preparation time in the kitchen, you actually get a lot of time liberation that's taking place there. And that's been where some of the largest technological innovations have been. Well, and I suppose from the kitchen, if you've you've gone and you've produced your food, you've gone and cooked it, you're probably going to be ready to go out, right? Oh, hopefully, and, you're ready hopefully. to go. And you got that time back. Exactly. And to use the MasterCard that we we're talking about before. And this is an example where you would totally be doing that, which is it's the Amazon Style Snap. Now, hang I on, loved take, this. Take, hang on. Uh, there's the word style there. <laughs> 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 I think I'm struggling to understand what that is. Is, is this something to do with fashion and clothing? It is indeed. Okay. Now, I love this concept, right, because this is where something you see this concept and you think, oh, my goodness, this is just – it's one of those things that you can just see going viral in the sense that this is where you've seen something and you think, oh, I want that outfit. That's amazing, right? And what they've done with this technology is basically you can take a photo or a screenshot or whatever that is, you put it into this and it basically can find – that item anywhere on Amazon and it comes back with suggestions. Now, listen, I'm not the greatest style king, (laughs) but I've got a feeling that Kirsten may have actually – she seems to have a few more things in her closet (laughs) than I have. I'm I'm getting that sense. So, so Kirsten, have you ever bought things that were – it was almost like what you'd seen, but not quite. And maybe yeah, you oh, bought totally. models. Totally. And so where this is interesting, you could say, well, how does this actually relate to domestic life, right? But so many times, how many times have we bought things that, as you say, just aren't right? And so ultimately it's what, it leads to waste because you th- then you're not really wearing it, you're not using it. 
So the idea that you can actually say, I, I like this and that's the thing I want mm, and, and it locate it. it. Yeah. That's awesome. It's not just finding something like it. Let's just be clarify that. It's finding the item. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden I might become a style kid. Exactly. All right. But, but so, then we move from the Amazon project that we've got there and then we go across to uh, – uh, this is possibly the shortest name project that we've seen, <laughs> Spot. It's pretty catchy, isn't it? It is. And, and it's done by the team at New Deal Design, which uh, is led by Gaddy Armand. And uh, listeners, if you haven't had a chance to go and research about Gaddy Armand, I think that you should because there will be a link in this which will be associated with the podcast notes. You're getting the idea – it's an audio-visual medium. We're giving you somewhere to go beyond this. But um, uh, so Gaddy and his team have taken a project that we saw about 12 months ago, which was a concept project, which is can you use uh, artificial intelligence, can you use cameras, and can you use Pico projectors and give people a self-navigating tool? And in this case here, Spot's been packaged up as a discovery device for children. Now- and, and this is a bit like, um, it, in some ways, it's if you've been to Mona in Tasmania, right, the museum where they didn't want a lot of labels and everything around the art. They wanted people to be able to explore and discover the art. And when they wanted to find out what something is, you point the app at it and find out the details in the background. It's a similar concept in the sense that you take this device, you're walking around, and then in the example they've got is a child, the child can point this device and it tells them all about whatever it is that they're looking at. I was with um, a, a team here in Melbourne, a, a, a tech startup who's a specialist in AR and VR, a company called Foria, uh, last week. And we were talking about where these sorts of devices are likely to go have their largest impact. And it's going to be in – it's great that the, this product's been made for kids, but it's probably going to be it's in – my in, space. <laughs> I think it's in construction. <laughs> well, it's, that's it, one. in high economic leverage. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it might be in the construction technology space yep. in your world, Kirsten. It may also be for field staff who are there trying to go and actually um, look at a component in a machine and go get information about it, which may even be is there stocking of the spare part – you know, identification of spare parts. There's a whole range of high-value situations where this sort of device comes in. But what I think that, you know, the team the team that Gaddy leads, that they're awesome at making products that are just so consumer-friendly. They're involved totally. with the Fitbit, you know, yeah, like this has a long history. It's got that device portability. And it's we saw a product last year, I think it was, with Halo, similar kind of concept where you could project um, the AI onto the wall. And, again, it's kind of that – I like the idea of people being able to walk around and carry these things versus having to put a helmet on or having to put something that obstructs you from actually seeing your surroundings. And – and listen, one of the, and we'll put a link to this because we're crossing over a little bit between the Melbourne Design Awards and the Now Awards. And I'm going back to Foria. They did a project with Netflix, BBC, World Wildlife Fund, mm-hmm. uh, and themselves and Arab, and it was helping people in a social setting to have a collective experience using augmented reality mm. to go and rewild the planet. And I think this idea of holding devices in your hand rather than actually having a device on your head as glasses, Mm -hmm. that that's a far more social environment. Completely. It's a collaborative experience, right? And that's why I think it's a game changer for construction because 
one person having that and only seeing it, it kind of, but if we can collectively look at things and review together, that's more powerful. And I'm imagining here uh, two two kids, they've both got spots in their hands and, you know, it's the how do you describe an elephant if you're a blind <laughs> man, you know, somebody's got the trunk and somebody's got the tail. These kids were going to be looking at different things and then having that competitiveness of I'm trying to tell you a new fact that I've found, you're trying to tell me. It, it does extend the amount of knowledge that they can have. And so the AI and also working out the age bracket that people are in is going to be very important to make mm. sure it's a, a, an experience that you want to come back to multiple times, not just a novelty, a, a novelty yeah, toy. Yeah, completely. And that's always the, the challenge with these products. But I think we're coming to the last of our products here. Well, so you call it the last. I think it's actually going to be our pick, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, well, it's, it's, we've saved the best to last. So exactly. This was our, our number one choice, and it's called Appeal. Now, that gives it away in the name, doesn't it? Well, so Appeal could be said in many different ways. If we're going back to the style side, it could be that you're appealing. Yes, true. But this actually is about fruit. So remember we had, we were talking about domestic life and we were talking about the idea that we could grow our food well, and we and could cook it. Now, this is all about prolonging it, right? Because what's the biggest problem where you have? You go and do this shop, you get all this food, and then – by the end of the week, half of it's gone off in the fridge. So the idea of being able to extend the shelf life totally. is something that I know I'm going to benefit in my life mm-hmm. if I can extend the shelf life. So the team at Appeal have gone in and they've applied what we've seen in things like Teflon and Gore-Tex as material science in fabrics for garments. They've said, how do we go make a, a bio-edible Something I don't even yeah. know how to describe. I'm just going to. I'm going to stick it to something. I it's, a coating, it's a coating, basically. Yeah. It's a coating that goes on the food and preserves it. And, and it, you think, oh, hold on, is that going to make it safe? Or but it's fully, you know, as you said, it can be eaten basically without any harm. <laughs> and so uh, the reason that we've actually focused on this on this project is that it gives you an idea how fast we're accelerating. Mm. The idea that, you know, I remember when they were putting gamma rays through food and yeah. somebody worked out maybe actually irradiating food wasn't the healthiest thing to yeah. do. This is actually working out how do you go put coatings on on all the produce. And that's made from plant-derived materials. Yep. And therefore that it means that it's going to extend the shelf life, which means that we're able to feed the planet. We're using less carbon to go and actually produce food because we're not waste. wasting as yeah. much. In the domestic sense, you're not wasting as much. So you're getting a longer shelf life, and you know, in theory, you could probably go two weeks but not bring down your induction cook plates, and your food would still be okay. Yeah, and I love on the and again on the site, I love the time lapse videos of the coating on this versus non, you know, normal food. So it's really interesting to watch those things too. So listeners, this is always you know what we try to do here with the now words. It's meant to be short and sharp for you. It is an audiovisual medium here. We do suggest that you go have a look at them. I know you probably love listening to Kirsten and I, but it's going to be so much better when you use your eyes and look at the projects. Thank you for your time, Kirsten. Thanks, Mark, as always. Thank you, listeners. And we'll be back in another month with another collection of the five gold winners in the Now Awards.